Welcome to the Life to the Fullest podcast with Ignite Life KC. This podcast equips and encourages you to live your best life and glorify Jesus as you walk out your faith life in Him because it's in Him that we live, we move, and we have our being. That's found in Acts chapter 17, verse 28 in the NLT. See, I really believe that Jesus wants us to have life to the fullest. You got to look at his words to us in John chapter 10, verse 10 in the Good News translation. And it says, the thief comes only in order to steal, to kill and destroy. I have come in order that you might have life, a life in all its fullness. Jesus wants us to live life to the fullest. And you know what? We've got to say thank you really quick for your continued support of this podcast. Because of your continued support, we have seen over 1,250 downloads of this podcast. That's 1,250 downloads of this podcast, the Life to the Fools podcast. And it's because of people like you that we do everything that we do because we want you to live your life to the fullest. We're approaching 1,000 followers on Facebook. We're approaching... 500 followers on Instagram, and we are literally growing every single day. We're, we're, we're about three quarters of the way to our goal of a thousand followers in 2023 on Facebook. We're about halfway there on our goal to get 500 followers by the end of 2023 on Instagram. So we need you to support us. If you found this podcast on our social media channels, do yourself a favor and hit that follow button real quick. That's all we ask. We just need to get our followers up so we can continue pumping out even more content than what we have before. And today we're going to talk about how to awaken a generation. You see, it's my hope that each and every one of you enjoys listening to this podcast and that this episode inspires and motivates you to awaken a generation that will be sold out for the glory of Jesus' name. And so, how do you awaken a generation? The key is found in Acts chapter 20, verses 7 through 12 in the NLT. Listen to these words today. It says, On the first day of the week, we gathered with the local believers to share in the Lord's Supper. Paul was preaching to them, and since he was leaving the next day, he kept talking until midnight. You ever been in a church meeting like that where people kept gathering till almost midnight? I've been to those. Man, I tell you, that is a blessing and a gift when you get to hang out with brothers and sisters in Christ, talking about the things in the kingdom of the things of God and the kingdom of God. It says, the upstairs room where we met was lighted with many flickering lamps. Why is that important? I'll tell you in a moment. As Paul spoke on and on, a young man named Eutychus, sitting on the windowsill, became very, very drowsy. Finally, he fell asleep and dropped three stories to his death below. Paul went down, bent over him, and took him into his arms. That is, that, is the, that is the recipe for a miracle right there. Don't worry, he said. He's alive. Then they all went back upstairs, shared in the Lord's Supper, and they ate together. Paul continued talking to them until dawn, and then he left. Meanwhile, 
The young man was taken home alive and well, and everyone was greatly, greatly relieved. We're talking about how to awaken a generation. And the first thing that we can find right here, you've got to know when, when Luke is telling the story, he's telling the setup, he's telling the setup part, and then the filler part. So there's, there's a setup part, and then there's the fill in the rest part that he's doing. It's a literary, it's a literary concept that is absolutely brilliant, and you'll see it in the very first verses of this story. It says, "On the first day of the week." So this was um, Sunday. On the first day of the week, we gathered with the local believers to share in the Lord's Supper. So what did they gather there to do? They gathered there to worship God and share in the Lord's Supper. We don't know what time they gathered, but what we do know is that they did gather. This was probably after the three o'clock time of prayer at the temple. This would have been, and since they were not in Jerusalem, they would have gathered at the appropriate time to have fellowship and a meal. So this would have been between three and six o'clock. This would have been during that time where the, the, the sun is setting. They're getting ready for Sabbath. They're getting ready for Shabbat. And then they would have shared a meal and then the Lord's Supper together because that's exactly what Jesus did in John chapter uh, 13. I think it's John chapter 13 through 15. Jesus shared with his followers the Lord's Supper. And so Paul would have done what Jesus told him to do, and that was gather for the Lord's Supper. So what happened after that? Paul was preaching to them, and since he was leaving the next day, he kept talking until midnight. I have been, I have been in multiple church services where it started at 6 o'clock, right around the time the sun goes down, and we have literally been in church until midnight. That's a true story. There was another time in the in the in the saga of Paul where something happened at midnight. You go back to Acts chapter 16 when he was in prison in Philippi. It says at midnight Paul and Silas were singing and worshiping God very loudly and all the prisoners could hear them singing singing, not sinking. They weren't singing. They, they weren't sinking. They were singing. Come on, somebody. They might have been sunk to the lowest depths of their personal depression. They could have gone into a funk, but instead they decided to lift their hands and lift their hearts and lift, lift their voices to God. What happened? All the prison doors open. The jailer was about to kill himself. This is a this is a bonus story that you're getting in this podcast, by the way. So at midnight, there in Philippi, prison doors open, chains fell off, and people got saved. That was, that was another instance where Paul had a miracle at midnight. Maybe it's your midnight season and you need a miracle right now. We believe in Jesus' name. There's a miracle for you on the way. I don't know what it is, but God is speaking to me right now. He says, your miracle is on the way. And we're believing for you, for that miracle in Jesus' name. We're praying for it, we're asking for it, and we're believing for it in Jesus' name. Your miracle is on the way. You might be in a midnight season right now. I'll say it again. 
You might be in a midnight season right now, but we believe that your miracle is on the way. It said, it says in this verse that Paul was preaching to them. And since he was leaving the next day, he talked until midnight. The upstairs room where we met was lighted with many flickering lamps. And as Paul spoke on and on and on, a young man named Eutychus fell asleep. And he dropped three stories to his death. But that's not the end of the story. It says that Paul went down, bent over him, and took him into his arms. That right there is a recipe for a miracle. Paul prayed for him, and that man, Eutychus, was raised up from the dead. I don't know about you, but we need to pray for the young people in this generation and awaken them and raise them from the dead. Come on, somebody. See, Paul kept on going and he kept on speaking and he kept going and he kept going and he kept talking about the things of God. And this is all very interesting stuff, but maybe not to the younger generation, those Eutychuses who are like, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, I haven't seen the miracles of God. Well, you're about to see something, young man. I'm speaking to the Eutychus generation, the young people in this generation that are about to be awakened to the move of God that is happening in their communities, in the churches, in their cities. We're going to see a generation awaken for the glory of his name. Come on, somebody. It says that Eutychus fell sound asleep. He wasn't just asleep. He was snoring. Everybody could hear him. And don't tell me that they couldn't. Because I know when I'm sound asleep, I don't hear it. But my wife tells me that when I'm sound asleep, I'm a snoring. And when you get to... Yeah, that wasn't a page break. That was actually what I sound like when I snore. That 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 wasn't that wasn't a malfunction in the podcast audio. That's literally what I sound like. And so, just like me when I'm snoring, Eutychus fell sound asleep. You see, Paul saw this all happen. He dropped three stories to his death, and then Paul went down immediately, bent over him, took him in his arms, hugged him like a bear hug. And he prayed in the spirit that God would raise that young man from the dead. And then he prophesied. He didn't just pray for the boy. He prophesied. He spoke to the people gathered around there. <gasps> they were all in shock. Eutychus is dead. What are we going to do now? And Paul speaks prophetically to them. And he says, don't worry. He's alive. We don't know if he was speaking about Jesus or Eutychus, but I believe he was speaking prophetically about both of them. Paul was speaking into existence the fact that Jesus is alive and he can raise somebody up from the dead. And just like Jesus did, I'm going to do it too, Paul says. And just like I've heard Jesus do it and I've seen that he's alive, because I had my own Damascus encounter, I can believe that God can raise somebody up from the dead. So he bends down 
takes him in his arm and he prophesies, don't worry, he's alive. I believe that he was speaking about Jesus being alive and he's going to raise up Eutychus from the dead. Then everybody else went back upstairs. They shared in the Lord's Supper and they ate together. I wonder what happened to Eutychus after that encounter. I wonder what happened next. Because the Bible says that meanwhile, the young man was taken home alive and well, and everyone was greatly relieved. It doesn't say that he went back upstairs after that little death incident. It says that he went home. He's like, well, I'm already down here. Might as well go home. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure that mom and dad we're like, son, do you want to go back upstairs or do you want to go home? I'm sure mom and dad will keep him away from windowsills from now on. I'm sure. Because they don't want their young son to be dead. They want to keep him very much alive until it's time for the Lord to take him home. But what does it say before Eutychus went home? It says that Paul continued talking to them until dawn. So, three o'clock in the afternoon until dawn the next day. That's 5.30 in the morning. Have you ever been to a church meeting that lasted until the next morning? Because that's exactly what happened here in the city of Troas. They had church from the afternoon until dawn. Man, I'm telling you, it's on like the break of dawn when you're with the Apostle Paul. Because you've got to know this man will keep me up literally all night talking about just how good God really is. And we're going to eat and we're going to fellowship and we're going to Lord Supper this thing. And when we get together with Paul, we know that he is the best host. He is the host with the most because you know you're going to get more than you more than you came for, more than you expected, more than you can ask, dream, or imagine according to God's power. Because when Paul is in the room, you've got to know that the Holy Spirit is there with him too. You've got to know that God wants to do something in your life that is absolutely amazing, wonderful, and astounding. Extraordinary, amazing, wonderful, extraordinary, and astounding. Because when Paul is in the room, God is going to move. You've got to know that. Because Paul was obedient to take God's word to new spaces and new places. Come on, somebody. And I never like ending a podcast episode without praying for you. God, we just pray right now today that your spirit would be with the listener in the room. God, that you would move on their behalf, that they would see your mighty, uh, mighty move of your spirit in and through them. And God, we just pray today that you would do a work like you've never done before. God, that you would raise up a generation of young people who will be sold out, who will be sold out for the glory of of Jesus name. God, we pray today, awaken this generation of young people who will be sold out for the glory of your name. Lord, that you would pour out your spirit upon all flesh, that sons and daughters will prophesy, that young men will see visions, that old men will dream dreams, even on your men and women servants. 
even upon all your servants, God, both men and women, that you would pour out your spirit upon them today and you would do it in a greater way. And we pray for this in Jesus' name. Everybody said, amen. Hey, we never like ending a podcast episode without making this declaration today. Jesus saves. We believe that everyone falls short of God's glory. That's Romans 3.23. We believe that we are all sinners who are in need of a Savior. That's Romans 5.8. And we believe that Jesus came to save us from our sins. That's Romans 6.23. And I never like ending my podcast episodes or even a live broadcast that we do every week on Monday. I never like ending a broadcast or a podcast without giving you the opportunity to say the salvation prayer. So say this prayer with me today. Say, dear Jesus, I believe in you and I give you my life. Thank you for your life, your death on the cross, and your resurrection from the grave. Forgive me of my sins. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Thank you for saving me. It's in Jesus' name I pray. And everybody said, amen. Hey, do me a favor really, really quick. If you'll go down to where it says visit us online, we've got a website home that we want you to go visit. It's really easy to find. It's ignitelifekc.com. You can find out where we're active on all the social medias. We're active on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, LinkedIn, and on Twitch. Yeah, we're on the Twitch community, but we don't have an Xbox yet. So if you want to support us, get over to our Patreon website. It's really easy. It's patreon.podbean.com slash IgniteLifeKC and support us today. Well, guys, it's time for me to get up out of here. Get over to my website, IgniteLifeKC.com, and visit me today. I would love, 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 love to hear from you. So if you if you want to find our website, it's really easy. I already said it once. I'll say it again. It's really, really hard to find. You're going to have difficulties. No, I'm just kidding. It's IgniteLifeKC.com. Get over there today and connect with us today. Join our email list. We're trying to build out our email subscriber list. We're going to send out stuff to email subscribers you will not get on social media nor on our website. So make sure that you click on that little chat bubble in the bottom right corner and Tell, tell my chat bot that you want to sign up for my emails. It's really easy to do that. It's simple. It's easy. It's wonderful. Our email list. What's the website again? Before I go, ignitelifekc.com. It's time for me to get up out of here. Peace. <laughs>